Hi, my name is J.C. Colbertson. Hi, I'm Sharon Colbertson, J.C.'s mom, and we're going to talk about our family. So, it would start for me, July 5th, 2001. Um, I was born in Temple Terrace, a.k.a. Tampa, Florida, and I was in a middle-class family. Um, mom and dad married, um, with an older brother, um, and, uh, we did, we were the nuclear family, or the idealistic family, um, of everything being perfect on the outside of it, not necessarily on the inside of it, um, but economically we were in a way normal. Had dad, had mom, married, uh, no kids out of wedlock at that. Um, Granny was there for the first two years. Yep. Um, and then I went to work on your second birthday. Yep. And then you became a breadwinner of the family. Um, so you were kind of uh, the breadwinner homemaker family theory is typically where the dad you know makes the money but you made the money as a mom you were the breadwinner you were the head of the house um so you kind of like flip that theory in a way and kind of like it's like a feminist the feminist theory of like removing all the stigma yeah and the removing the unequalness between male and female within the household and you kind of put yourself as the front runner um, which we thought were, was normal. Um, that was all we knew. Dad stayed home, cleaned and cooked, took us to school, got us dressed for school, packed our lunches, picked us up, um, participated in field trips. Um, with our sports, he, he participated in. Um, and I guess seeing that gender role break up and be normalized for me made me pursue um, things out of the ordinary for like example doing baseball and being the only girl uh, you guys asked me if I want to do softball and I know I want to do baseball um, and there was not hardly any girls at all playing baseball no there was just one other person on some other team But even then, and um, I didn't get bashed for it for being the only girl. Nor did you get special treatment. No, I probably worked twice as hard to prove myself that I was just as good, if not better, than the other people. Um, and that was probably because Dad was the coach on that um, team. He was the coach on Peyton's team, and he was the coach on my team, um, which. It's probably why I got worked to death because um, I don't think he worked the other kids half as hard as he would. He wouldn't be so, he would be more critical on me and Peyton than uh, anyone else's kids. Um, so, and he would take us to the fields like before practice and work with us. And um, like on our days off, he would take us. It was just nonstop always doing something to improve. Um, our skills while you were at work. So 
so. And then, um, you guys got divorced, um, and we kind of went to a single family instead of a divorced family, because when, um, the divorce happened, um, the judge split me and Peyton up, and of course you and dad got split up, and so you took me, and dad got Peyton, and it was kind of the end to... You and Dad co-parented Peyton, but Dad didn't co-parent with you with me. So it was just Peyton got both parents, but I, on the other hand, did not. Um, which is kind of hard, but it's just... I didn't really care for it at the time. Well, that was his choice. Yeah. I made an effort to be Peyton's... In, li- in Peyton's life and participate. And keep up with that normalcy um whereas I really didn't have that option um he didn't give you that option no um so that's kind of the difference is like I don't consider being divorced parents even though you guys were divorced parents um I would consider Peyton had divorced parents only because there was co-parenting there between both parties he had both parents to go to whereas I only had you uh, you only made the effort to financially support me. You fed me. You clothed me. You brought me to school. You did everything. Uh, and Dad had no relation with that. He didn't He didn't think of that was his problem anymore. Uh, well, you're not a problem, but it no, wasn't but it his, was his responsibility. Yes, responsibility. Um, so we went to single, which you still made a big effort to keep up with the daily lives like when I would when I finally did play softball you went to those games and you I went to soccer games soccer make sure you got there make sure you got picked up even out of town games well and you um parent conference yeah you always made sure to meet all my teachers and discuss it with them um but you did you did a you worked all the time when you were with dad but then it became even longer hours when I was single yes and so you um and like financially that's when I started hearing about financial stuff and learning how to manage money and you're very open with that um you weren't afraid to be like hey we're kind of struggling right now let's not overspend on anything um, but we would find ways to get you what you needed. Oh, yeah. Which is probably why I'm so frugal now. Which is not a bad thing. No. Um, but um, you definitely made sure to keep some normalcy to the life that I had before um, and made an effort to that. Um, but, again, there was some spots where the single parent kind of showed through. Um, well, you were by yourself a lot. Yes. That by was like my big, a lot. big thing. Um, I had to cook dinner for myself, lunch, get to school by myself on some days. Um, and uh, if I missed the bus, that was my issue. If I wanted to go do something, I had to figure out how I was going to get there, get a ride. Um, I became very business savvy because uh, I did I knew I didn't want to ask you for money um, 
So I started selling brownies at school and making bank on that. Um, just anything. You supplied a lot of your own stuff with that. Yeah. Which I think was like a big thing because seeing you, you never asked anybody for anything. No help. Um, you wouldn't let people know that what you needed. Um, you just go, okay, well, um, if I Uber and do like 20 <laughs> trips, I can pay this off or I can get this. And that's what you would do. So I kind of saw that and was like, oh, okay. I can sell two boxes of brownies and make 80 bucks. But you sent, you you paid for your senior trip. Yeah. To um, the ASL school. St. Augustine. Yes. Yeah. Which was pretty. That was a lot of money that yeah. you raised up. But I had help of other people, too. Uh, my friends would help you sell. Yeah. They were my little dealers. Stop. <laughs> they were brownies. They were clean brownies. There was nothing in the brownies. They were just great well, there's brownies. there's coffee in them to make coffee. them addictive. But sleep-deprived high school students, it's must need. Um, but we went from nuclear to single, and it was just kind of... It's two complete opposite structures of a family. And you did it. Well, we were even able to move to Tennessee, which is a completely different lifestyle. Yeah. But we were able still to save money. You helped with that transition by selling. Oh, yeah. With um, the, I mean, you, you still have picked up that business end where you're able to make ends meet as well. Or help me make ends meet, even as a child, um, to to have a better life or to be where we want to be together as a family unit. Yeah, and um, another thing with the single family is, uh, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? Um, even though there was that sense of, like, oh, well, you were always working all the time, and I raised by, you know, practically raised myself, um, the independence that I gained from that, um, I never had to ask if I could go somewhere, I just had to tell you. Well, you weren't making bad decisions either, that no. was a big, huge thing. You were not in trouble. You did not hang out with no and um, the wrong crowd. There was a lot of trust, a lot of trust between us, and that was. And I mean, I wasn't like goody two shoes or whatever. No, um, I mean, I still had interactions with teachers and got in trouble there, and uh, did some stupid stuff like. But it was never with the law. No. There was never any police involved. There wasn't anything that we couldn't discipline and get through it. No, and I always felt comfortable, too, um, because I didn't have two parents to go um, tell one. And there's, 
I just know kids that have like two parents and they can tell one, they feel more comfortable telling one than the other. And with you, I only had that option of telling you. And my other option was keeping whatever I did bad to myself um, or getting into a situation and keeping it to myself. Um, but you always said, like, I don't care how stupid of a decision you made, I need you to tell me. If you drink while you're underage, don't do it. But if you do it, call me and I'll come get you. Don't drive. Exactly. exactly. Or don't get in If you're car. already in a stupid situation, don't put yourself in another one. Right. Um, and so with that, I always felt compelled. I knew that if I was mischievous, I had a backup plan. But I kn- it wasn't an opening for me to just dive right in and be mischievous. It wasn't free for all. No. There was rules, and yes, there was some broken, but it wasn't Insane. to the point, yeah, where we couldn't talk about it or get through it or... No. And and you have to learn that was something with you. You have to learn by making bad decisions. Um, but um, raising, being independent from an early age... Um, played a big factor I guess in the way that um I saw teachers um it was almost like fair game for me um I respected them if they gave me respect back uh but if they disrespected me I wasn't going to respect them that's all it took uh I had respect for authority but I expected the same respect back even though I was a teenager. Everybody deserves respect, though. Yes. But in a school, there were some teachers who, they give you respect, but it was, it was like an adult giving a teenager respect. It's not going to be the same as if they were giving respect to their parent. And so, if I did get disrespected or feel disrespected by a teacher, um, I would act up in that class. Um, and I would tell you about it. I was up front with you. They disrespected me. I'm going to disrespect them. If you have an issue about it, I'll stop. And that's what I said. If she, if uh, the one teacher that I was like, not really nasty to, but just she knew I didn't like her. Um, if she says something to you, I will stop. Um, and my grades didn't suffer. I had straight A in that class, got my work done. But if she said something to you, I would stop. And just keep my mouth shut. And she never did. So obviously. It wasn't a big issue. In my mind. But I told you about it. True. So. Very true. But we grew up in Florida. And you were. Single parent there. But there was a lot of single parents. Um, and they were everywhere. There was, there was more a lot of single parents. parents that's true and there was a lot of us that we all of your friends a lot of your friends were single parents and a lot of us bonded with that in picking up each other's children if we needed to or if everybody came over to somebody's house everybody knew where everybody was I mean us as parents we all talked and, and you spoke support yes and we had that support of each other and everybody knew how much I was working 
I think everybody knew how much everybody was working. Right. Um, but, so I don't think there was much of a stigma there growing up. And since I've spent 17 years of my life in Florida, um, there was never a real stigma about being a social mom. It was hard, but, like, you know it's going to be hard. Well, and I had a good employer that supported me when I needed time off for you or you were sick or anything like that that made a huge difference yeah um I mean I had a lot of support that wasn't the normal support for a single parent which helped us get through a lot of the trying times as well like when you had the flu and we both had to stay home for a week things like that um but since we've moved up here, it's completely different. Yeah, it's more of like a negative thing. Uh, not necessarily for us since I'm like grown and older. But I think that if I would have grown up here and you would have been a single mom, you would have heard more about the stigma of... Living in Tennessee? Yeah. Because Amanda, my tutor who's a single mom, went through that. Um... A lot of people advocated staying together for the kids, um, which if you and dad would have done that, I would have honestly cried. Um, it just wasn't a healthy environment No, no, it wasn't a healthy environment. And that's not a healthy environment to stay together just because of the kids. And I think we did do that for probably the last few years we were married. But if up here we do have more family support because we had no family support in Florida. Yeah. And you have more family up here to turn to. It's not, everything's not based on me and you. No. There's more people to look out for. Um, but up here, the demographics are definitely different. The view on social um, and it could, be, we're in the Bible Belt and marriage is a big important thing up here and I'm sure that could be a reason why well divorce just isn't acceptable as acceptable up here as it is down in Florida yeah I think that would be more of a better way to phrase that it's gonna happen but there's probably is more divorced people in Florida than there is up here yep um And then, um, and there's more family support up here that we have. It's taken a lot of pressure, but in Florida, I worked out of the home, away from the home, and now you. And work. up here, I am working from home, so that's a huge difference. And I think a lot of your independence is kind of gone because yeah. I'm home all the time. Yeah. That was, like, one of the hardest things is uh, growing up independent, I always was used to doing everything myself. And then you came up here and... Um, you had the whole house to yourself. Yep. You had your own and like, rules. as crappy as it sounds, but, like, I didn't know how to live with you, my own mother, in Exactly. Florida. No, true. You were a roommate. I didn't see you all the time. Right. But that's how it was. I right. loved you, but I just... The way we function, we never interacted, except when you came home. Or when when we had something with the school, or your games, or anything like that. I 
participated in. Yes. But as far as being home, I didn't, I slept at home. Well, because that's all you could do. And then you yeah. had to get up and go to work. Right. Um, but up here, you're home 12, 16 hours a day. 24-7. <laughs> and uh, so when you go uh, like to your little errands, do your errands for a few hours, or you go eat with Peyton, and I stay home, I get that nice... Independence. Feeling back again. Yes. But since I've been up here, I don't cook. I've stopped cooking. I don't... Uh, you I'm, still do your laundry. I do my laundry. That's because I don't trust you. <sighs> but the sense of... Uh, being as independent as I was in Florida, I've kind of relaxed a little bit on that. Which has given me more time to focus on schoolwork. Um, in Florida, I would kind of like... I was good about it, but I just didn't, I always waited till last minute for it. Um, so demographics, I think, really had a big play on that. Um, and then I think the way that our family shaped me is like, I don't think I'll ever get married, even though I want kids. I just don't, I don't want to compromise. You have to compromise with everybody selfish and I know I am but I don't want to have to do that so you're going to start your family as a single parent instead of and finish it out as a single parent I sure am <laughs> uh because which is okay and I I have every bit of confidence that you have the capabilities to do that um but it's also I'm like even the name, you pass down your your name or your spouse's name. You your last name. And with me, I don't want to pass down last dad's last name because it's not. I don't feel like it deserves that recognition of passing it down. So I'm going to take Mamaw's last name <laughs> and put it to my kid's last name or Granny's last name and put it to that people who deserve to have their last name passed down and are recognized yes and that's why like names are such a big deal um so not doing it the traditional way probably because I wasn't raised traditional but to me your name getting passed down is a very sacred thing something honor worthy and if you don't have a last name to be honor worthy then I'm not going to do it so, sorry. But I don't see myself getting married, and I would see myself as a single mom. And even though there's, like, financial, more of a financial struggle to it, um, because I'm preparing myself for that lifestyle, I and feel like... And attending school, and you know your, yeah, I what can, you want. I can overcome those obstacles way easier. Absolutely. Um, and probably dominate it. Absolutely. And I think I can do be better parenting without comp. If I know somebody's going to make me miserable parenting, um, and there's not going to be mutual understanding, there's going to be fighting all the time. It just sucks for the kid. And that's from experience from me. 
Well, and not only that, I don't think it's just parenting. I think that's in any relationship. Yeah. If you don't think you can... And I think the new move is like a companionship marriage where you guys are in it to build each other up. You guys exactly. want to have a friendship, everything good. And I just don't... I know I'm not going to find somebody. You may find somebody. But for right now, I don't. I can it. get it. And I can get the way that you feel. And so personally, I don't see anything wrong with it. I'll support you. 100%. 100%. You're absolutely right. But and you know you can do it. Yeah. You know it can be done. Mm-hmm. There may be a struggle there, a time or two. But Stressing out, but there's nothing. It's okay. That's with anything in life. So, yeah. So, nuclear family started as that. And then we went to single family. Single parent. And then um, Florida Now your belief Tennessee. is <laughs> to be a single parent. Single all the way. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be the best thing for me. Um, just staying for the kids is like the most dumbest thing in the world just because you're a nuclear family doesn't mean uh it makes it okay yeah it's not the best family out there i don't think because if you and dad would have stayed together i would have i would probably acted out way more than i did way more i would probably been arrested and had face tattoos (laughs) oh my so i'm glad that it occurred but i think everything happens for a reason well, yeah. Like, you know, I don't think you get married and have children believing that one day it's not going to work. But it happens. And it's okay. And people change and people grow apart. And people beliefs are for sure change. And you don't ever think that that will happen. No. But I, right now I can't even see how I ever married your dad it, with him being the way he is now. I can't either, so. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll shoot for single. Yeah. Singles worked for me, and. But I don't think it was divorce because there was no co-parenting. Not On for you. End. Not for you. No, no, there wasn't. And it was sad. And it was sad to watch. You know? Yeah. But I kind of expected it. That's sad. Because I don't, I wouldn't think that a child would expect that from a parent. Yeah, but it's demeanor. I mean, there was always that sense of, uh, there was always comparing, uh, for dad. Uh, so, it was always, like, competitive. It shouldn't be competitive between two children. No. You know? You're two different people. You should be raised as two different people. You should have no expectations the same for each child. Yeah. Well. But I think single family life will work for you. I think it will. Um, And I'm here to support you 100%. Financially, I know what I need to do for it. I know the blueprint of how to be successful for it. If I got married, I would not know what to do. It's just compromising. 
that's like gonna be the hardest thing. I don't understand that. Well, then everything gets split up too. You don't have to worry about that if you have if you start a single life. Yeah. And be a single parent, and you start life that way. But I think a lot of girls, I hate to gender role women. here, women, sorry, do not always plan to be a single parent. No, and that's what I'm saying. And with you, it's very different. I yeah. think that whole planning out and the whole setup is going to be completely different because you know what it's like, you know what the struggles are. And you're strong, and you're independent, and you're ready for it. Yep. So, we went from nuclear to single. And then we went from Florida to Tennessee. Completely two different demographics. And then, um, my future, which is being a single parent not looking for marriage, not looking forward to it, don't believe in it, so, uh, something completely different, so, and a lot of people, they usually go for, you hear these divorced people, the, the divorced kids with divorced parents, and they go, I don't want that for my kids, I want to find somebody and have that nuclear family aspect of it, but with me, it's like, what if, you know, I do find a person, and they they're like dad and they just change and it's me not a single. good thing yeah. yes it's just a struggle and i don't i just want to opt it out so my, save myself from the headache save my kid from the headache so why not so so if the child's father wants to play a role in their life will you allow it no not at all? No. If I'm being a single parent, I'm being a single parent. I'm not going to co-parent. I'm in it for myself and my kid and the people around me. But if but at 16, if your child says, hey, I want to know who my dad is. or Yes. 10 out of 10, go for it. I'm not going to hold my kid back out on that opportunity. Okay. But, me being a single parent, I'm setting myself up to raise the kid how I want it to be raised and how um, my morals, uh, my teachings, um, your standards, my standards, um, and I don't want to compromise on that. People usually compromise on it. It's just like Ashley uh, compromising on how they discipline their kids. Uh, my sister has, I've got a nephew, or I've got two nephews and a niece, but the oldest nephew, you know, the dad wants to, when he, you know, disrespects somebody of authority, Chad wants to discipline him, and Ashley doesn't want to do that, and I don't want to have to sit there and argue of how to raise my kid if I'm not agreeing with somebody. Well, y'all were raised different than that. Yeah. You were raised to respect authority, and you all got disciplined. Yeah. When... But that's... What if I'm with somebody who doesn't think you should, you know, discipline with somebody? And that's, like, something I want to opt out. So, I don't even want that option in my life. 
just too hard. It's the compromising. So, but, um, yeah. So demographics, um, well, demogra demographics were pretty big topics. And then, uh, going from a nuclear family to a single family was pretty big. It was a big adjustment. It was a big adjustment. I agree. And then, um, but I wasn't afraid of it either. No. And I'm planning on being a single parent for when I do have kids. So there's that. You're yeah. prepared. That's yes. my, that was like the cause and effect of it all. So, so thanks for listening to this weird duo. Um, again, I'm JC Colbertson and I'm Sharon Colbertson, JC's mom. And this was our family. Thank you.